Welcome everybody out there to Divorce Devil episode 41. We have Rachel back on the mic, fresh from her new job because she feels based last week. I was like, oh wait, what's and today? It's okay though. Saturday? Okay. Need a break. Yeah. So Divorce Devil 41 tips, tricks, hacks, Guess and other ways to set yourself up for positive healing after divorce. Even if it involves just the tip. Yes. <laughs> 20 bucks is 20 bucks is so, the same, right? So, um, what were some of the things that you did to ensure, you talked about earlier, dating. Yeah. Dating a lot. Well, I feel, I, I oh, I said it. <laughs> Damn it. Rachel feels a lot. I feel. No, I, you know. I is. I is. I is. Shawashinkish. No. Um, so... When you're married, as long as I was married, 24 years, you don't really know what you like because you lost yourself in what you thought you liked. Mm. That makes sense. So I was a mom. I was my spouse's wife. I was, you know, my career. I was this, but I really wasn't myself. And it took me getting out of the situation that I was in totally, even before I was separated and divorced to see what life is outside of the family magnet like that whole so what was the first thing you did after getting divorced you remember um first thing oh i um bought some marijuana (laughs) (laughs) all right because i hear it was very calming (laughs) so the uh the actual smoke or the no so i think i think we kind of knew it was broken what way before we had announced it was broken and we tried to fix it way many, way too many times where we didn't really actually deal with the hurt and the, the anger and the, okay, this is the new life and covering up a lot of the pain and stuff like that. So I think, I think, I think one of the things that I really thought about when I was going through it is how do I feel? Because I never really thought I had an opinion about my feelings, it was always like sufficing everybody else, making sure the family unit was good, making sure everybody thought that the white picket fence, you know, lifestyle was exactly what it was. Well, when it was broken, I was like, well, where, where did the gate break? And where is the fence, you know, crooked? And all this stuff that goes into what people perceive as a happy marriage when it so what really did you do? isn't. What you do? So I, Actions, what you do? I literally, Started doing things for myself. I went to the movies by myself. I did that cliche, like, if I'm not comfortable going to dinner by myself and figuring out what I want or not just saying, oh, yeah, I'll have that too, or yeah, that's fine, or not settling. I went out and I dated. I dated different types of people. I did the whole app thing, you know, and then that gets scary because – you're like, whoa, well, this isn't really how dating was when I oh, heck was no. growing up. Different. And like, oh, yeah. you have to learn all the, you have to learn all the code words and you have to learn like, I don't know if it's manners, but you got to learn like the game because yep. I had no game for 20 some years. And and having game, organic games different than having game online. And, oh yeah. And yep. then actually, you know, n- knowing what to say once you got on the date and then what do I really like? Because a lot of times I just liked what my family liked because we were doing something together. And, you know, I I started I started doing things that I liked because I like them. 
not because I was trying to impress anybody or just going with the flow so everybody gotcha. was happy. Like, you know, one of my kids loves to go to the movies. One of them loves to go to the arcade. One of them loves, like, snow events. So, like, I would always plan my day and my happiness around them doing their things. Where mine was, no, I just want to chill. Like, I just want to go have dinner, not have any, you know, there's no expectations. And finding out what and who I liked. Because... Yeah, we all want Channing Tatum, but I don't. Well, yeah. you know you do. Yeah, you stop it. Stop. So you know what I did? What did the do? first thing I did, I went and had Italian food because my ex didn't like me to eat Italian food because it exudes some type of smell from my body, like garlic. Yeah, oh, garlic. Yeah. yeah, I ate yeah. Italian food. Yeah, like seven days in a row. Yeah. Well, my my thing that I love to do, and my ex. He would go, but it was never like he was included because I love to dance. I love just no. dancing. It's it's very calming to me. I, I can dance pretty well. I mean, I can't do all <laughs> the latest moves and grooves. I'm sure I'm messing something up, but I'm not afraid to dance. Like when I'm at a, when I'm out with my girlfriends, I'm dancing. I don't care what the song looks like. And a lot of it was going out. And dancing again and going out and enjoying, not feeling like, oh, like who's hitting on you or who's doing this and who are you doing that? Like it was, you know, cause I would go out fun. with my girlfriends and it was like, oh, did you talk to anybody? Did you do this? Did you do that? I'm like, no. So my one question, do you dance to the beat? I dance to the beat. Okay. My own beat. Cause I'm so <laughs> unique. <laughs> and if so you know no. me, you so know. No, I- <laughs> no. Please, please call in and let us know how Rachel dances. We are, we are very Ladies, interested. You know me? You got to tell them I'm, I'm a good dancer. I mean, right. you know, I did grow up in the eighties. Like I got John some Travolta, group- you know, Saturday Night Live. Uh, I'm a Urban little, Cowboy. I'm a little younger than that, that friend. Wow. I was like, there we go. Remember? Dating myself again. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, so so I'm we're talking like what? Xanadu. I, everybody loves a little dancing queen. You know that. ABBA is like, hey, I got you. ABBA is my 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 years. Okay, so, so no, I I'm like, you know, I I remember in my high school dances, it was like when break dancing was on the cardboard yep. box and then, you know, it was a little bit of Guns N' Roses and the hair and which I just went to the concert. It was really awesome. And then I mentioned I saw Slash. Oh my gosh. He did like a 12 minute solo. I just aged myself, but it was awesome. Yep. But anyway, and Axe Rose looks like someone grandma put away, you know, wet. Yeah. That, yeah. what's that saying? I can't even think of it. Rode hard and put away wet. wet. That's yeah. it. Yeah. But it was a great concert and I got to go. And my boyfriend was like in his element. He's never really she, been she to a rock. Thing too. Yeah. Your, your ex husband probably wouldn't, uh, would have gone to the concert. We went to a lot of concerts, but it was more or less so the family can go. Like we did a lot of like the fair, like Colorado state fair. We went to like the country concerts and like that. But like, you know, my first like concert concert where I paid for the tickets was new kids on the block. So wow. kids, Ouch. you know, and then after that, I, the I you right know, stuff, baby. No, but then, you know, growing up college, I was like, Lollapalooza, you know, all that stuff. So I love music because it, you can escape in it. And sometimes the, the lyrics hit, sometimes they don't. And then when you get older, you hear the lyrics again, like, Oh damn, that was bad. And then you like mouth them and you try to figure out what they were. I know the word. It wasn't me. But so, so what else did you do to heal? And then at what point did you feel healing was, um, process. I dated too prematurely. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. We all do. We all, you have to do that. Too, too prematurely. We have to do that, um, that band aid one. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, yeah. Uh, the band aid or they call it the, um, rebound. Uh, rebound. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The rebound one. And it, that, that band aid comes off hard, you know, yeah. and I fell hard and this, that, and the other. And it, I actually the have a theory on this. Yeah. Ends up bad. Yeah. Bad. So we know multiple people. I know multiple people. You date, you date, and then you have the three month. It's gonna last forever. The three month <laughs> the one. relationship. This is the one that yes. you have to go through. It might be four months, but three months, and then all of a sudden hell breaks loose and it doesn't work out. And guess what? The next one you find is <gasps> the best thing since it's sliced like, bread. Oh my gosh! I had to go through another relationship. Whether it was toxic or not, it had to be, you had to get all your shit out with that one. And then I actually think it's three months, that one ends, and then you're like, I'm done, I'm never dating again. And then your knight in shining armor shows up, or your Lady Godiva shows up. And then you, so a friend always told me, she said, that you have to thank the person you dated before because they showed you what you didn't want. Yeah. Or, or what you did want. Mm-hmm. So every every relationship is a stepping stone to the next one. Yeah. So hopefully you learn. Well, and I think too, like and, my and, and a dumb shit. Yeah. I literally think when I was like dating app and stuff like that, I was doing the. If you had one trait of my ex, I was like, nope, sorry, pace, pace. And there could have been some great guys out there, but I was like, t- I need a hundred percent opposite different. total, like. You said one word that he said too many times. And I was like, nope, I'm out. Peace. Sorry. Dang. And it was like, check, please. Like, and, and we all say we have like that list. Are you checking off the boxes and stuff? I was done. I was like, you know what? If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I might have to be single for the rest of my life. I was too much of a nice guy. I actually dated someone like my ex early on. Really? And I stayed in it way too long. Yeah. And I learned a lot and I learned about, you know, you know some people people don't raise kids the same no. things like that. So I learned a lot every stepping stone. But sometimes I didn't learn. It was like do 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 do. Well, but so I like, always yeah. I always stayed in it too long. Yeah, you know I why? think a lot of people you know stay why? in. Yeah, it's it's uh, familiar, and I got nothing else to do. You what? I got nothing else to do. Oh well, you had someone else to do. <laughs> like, come on. No, at that <laughs> at that moment in time, it was like you know this is what I was used to. And, do you think and we had a good time? And, yeah. Yeah. Do you think I because I can only speak from it? Do you think men or more are more? I need a relationship to be happy, or they want to pretend I don't need a relationship or someone. I mean, we have talked about the different categories yeah. of men too, and I think there's all kinds of phases. Like, I don't know if you see TikTok. I don't. Is that your generation or not? I, <laughs> <laughs> is that a clock? Is that yeah, a clock? yeah, that's that old yeah. wind it wind it clock. It's, Tick, tick, tick. So yeah. you get the new puppy, you know, you put the yeah, clock yeah. in it. With, so it with, feels with, like the heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. Heartbeat, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Now, do you uh, think that men like say they don't want a relationship, but they need a relationship? Because I know so many men, they get out of something for a long time and it's a week later. They're in like a full blown relationship. Most, mostly, yeah. Men, men don't want to be alone. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, men, men want to go back to what's familiar or, you know, they want to go back to a woman that takes care of them. Some men, not all men. And, uh, but yeah, you know, you always want somebody there. Physically and, and or mentally though? More so physically. No, no, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, most, you know, most times, sometimes you yeah. need to hear that too. Like yeah. that's a, that's a, 
that's a brain. That's how your brain works. Like I need physical touch. I need this. I need that. Look at her say, baby, don't talk. Baby, don't talk. Hold me. Just cuddles. I need some cuddles. No, I feel like I, oh, there's my feel like I need to stop feeling. <laughs> okay. No, but, um, uh, but what do you think? I think, I think, there we go. I, I, I feel like I, I think men want to portray they don't want a relationship. Why? Why would they do that? I, I don't know because I see a lot of men that are newly divorced and they're just, they're, they're, what's the word? Serial dating, yeah, right? Yeah. And I, women too, like I knew, no, I serial dated and it was literally at the point where like they, like I said, they said something. I was like, oh, nope, nope we're not dating next, again. Next. Nope. And a lot of men, their thing was they didn't care about who you were. They just wanted, like, let's have sex. And then if you're what? like, yeah, no. What the hell? So I feel like a lot of women, like my, my age and my girlfriends that are dating or whatever, not in a relationship now, they're like, I'm not dating because the first thing they want or the first thing they send is a dick pic. And then the first thing they want is sex. And then if you don't do it, then you're, you know, you're not being fair, or this and that. But and we so, thought this was a great. And do but, you, but once again, women have the power, so they should wield that power. And I, but yeah. I think if you're, if you've been married for a long time yeah. and you're newly dating, you're, you don't know what don't the expectations the are yeah. because you, again, yeah, like exactly, you don't have the power because you don't know what is expected of you. Because when we were growing up, you serial date, you're a whore, you're a hoe, yeah. you're this, you know, you're, you know, you're Definitely. a prostitute basically. Yeah. Nowadays, like, Women are now more of the hoes going Sisters like, are like doing I'm, it for themselves. Yeah, women are changing yep. the role of, um, you know, I'm going to serial date. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry that you, you're insecure. I'm yep. sorry you're this. And we are definitely, there's a role reversal, but where's that fine line, you know, of, of healing? So how do you heal if you're serial dating? How do you heal if you're like, I'm done. I hate everybody. Everybody sucks. I think Peace as out. long as you're not having a bunch of sex with a bunch of guys and you just, you know, talk to them and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, you can date someone and become their friend Yeah. without doing this. And that's thing. like, yeah. that's the other thing. It's like we put people in that friend zone pretty quick as women. I mean, I don't know in how men, are. men, I don't know if they have that. Fr- Everybody's in a friend zone. Really? Is that like I don't know? Yes, everybody's in a friend zone. So, hey, friend. So let's have sex. Yeah, <laughs> friends with benefits. Yes, hello. <laughs> but FWB. I, even even if you're dating someone, so like at what point when you've healed somewhat and you're dating and you like someone and you're like let's keep going out, what point do you stop seeing other people? How do you know you've healed enough to see just one person exclusively? I think most of the time you start off with one person because that's what you're used to. Yeah. Men are, men can't do two things at once. No, no. Yeah. I, yeah, I get it. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a huge thing. You know, you don't want to call one, one lady Cindy, next lady Betty. Yeah. You just go, baby. Baby. Hey, baby. Baby. Yeah. So from the standpoint of men, I think, think just, you know, but there are some guys out there that serial date. Yeah. You know, two, two or three women at a time, but you can, you can tell when, when you're jiving and you just want to see her yeah, all the time instead of anybody else. Well, you've said too, like if yeah. you can't, can't think of anything else. Yep. yep, exactly. But so learning from dating is a lot of people lie. No. A lot of people lie. Oh. No. A lot of people lie. They even start on their profiles. Yeah. Just, just, just right up front, <laughs> yeah. you know, not even talking to them. Because, you know, especially because we, you know, talked about friends at work and just people that we know dating so again the three month part period happened no no (laughs) don't date your patients (laughs) 
<laughs> That's not work. No, don't date it. Open up wide. <laughs> <laughs> I so, swear it only hurt for a second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I feel like I feel okay. I'm feeling again, but uh, that three month mark, you know, you got the new guy and then now you're just cynical of everybody. No, nothing's right. And then you meet the guy or you meet the girl mm-hmm. that likes to rub your butt. Yeah. <laughs> Or the guy that gets you in your squirreliness and allows you to be who you are and knows you have baggage and damage and like you're not perfect. And, you know, when I met my boyfriend, I had been in a three month relationship. I'd cut it off for like two weeks because he's super lied to me. And I was just like, you know what? I don't want to I don't want to deal with the shit. I don't want to deal with it anymore. I was in a great marriage until I wasn't. And then when I wasn't, I saw all the shit that really wasn't great. And, and you didn't want to do it again. No, I, I didn't want to get hurt. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I didn't want to hurt someone else because I had so much shit that I had to deal with. And so, like, mine, my, mine was my family. Mine was like, I need you all to say it's okay because everybody loved my ex. Because mm-hmm. he's a great person. He's just not my person. Yeah. He's, a, he's a great dad. I just covered up a lot of stuff that was hurt and broken in our marriage that I needed to come. I needed to heal and own my shit where I was allowing other. So, so what else? I I think you you need to date yourself. You really need to date and figure out what your shit is. That's something I didn't do. That is, that is an excellent point. That's something I, I didn't do until after probably five relationships. Yeah. And then I sat back and I, and I dated myself and, and you know what I did? I, I actually started podcasting. This is so <laughs> cathartic. It's so healing. It's so like, I that's, think that's of like topics all the time. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's almost, there is no rule book. There's books out there that tell you how to get divorced and how to do this and how to do the $10 divorce. Cause I didn't get that one, but it, there's a lot of rule books, but there's not really a lot of people just talking about their shit. Let's talk about it. Yeah. And you really have to say, you know what? I was an enabler. I got pissed off just to make someone give me attention. Or I didn't know my love language. I didn't know my love language was I need you, even if we're, if we're just watching TV, I just need you to like touch me a little bit. Like just. Dirt. How do you not do repeat the same mistakes from, from the first marriage. I think it's hard because like you said, that comfort level, who doesn't want to feel like that warm and fuzzies? Who doesn't want to feel like you're Even the, though that warm and fuzzy at that time is not really for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I, I think you really have to, I, I mean, it's, and women I think are really good at journaling or, talking to friends and therapy with their friends who are in similar, similar session, like parts of their life. Cause like divorce in itself is like a death. Yep. You have to grieve the family. You, you may not see again, the, you know, relation, the relationships that you may not have because Check. of that. Like I have nephew um, getting married and my, I, I love my nephew more than life itself. I can see where, like, I might not even get invited because that's a separate family and it might be awkward for them. But my nephew knows that I support him no matter what. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not invited, that's okay. I'm still going to send him a gift. I'm still going to do all this stuff. And 
where in my marriage, we lived so close to family and family was a big part of it, almost like strangling. You know, it, it mm -hmm. definitely got in the way of a lot of our marriage. But those kids would like come to my house. All my nieces and nephews would come to my house and it was like the place to be. And like, I Who loved it. Mom? Yeah. And so it was like, now that they're not, even though they're not a part of my everyday life, they will always be a part of my family. So you have to learn the new dynamics. It's, you know, it's the denial. Like I didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. I wasn't me. And then it's the pissed off. Then it's the sad of the things that you don't have as a family anymore. It, you have like all the stages of grief really come yep. up and, you know, you're, you know, I go to my girlfriends a lot and I'm like, what, what did you do for this? Like, how did you deal with that? Cause some of them, some of my friends have already blended families and now they have a new family, like new people that have families. And so there's huge blended things happening. Blended after getting divorced. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And so like some people I know have been married one or two times and they have kids from both. And mm. so now it's this big old melting pot of new relationships and, Figuring out who gets along and who doesn't get along. And like, even with your new partner, if they have children, do all the kids get along? Do this one, does this one not get so along? Many with factors. That? And so you really have to go through the entire grief process to heal. And like, again, there's no set limit to each of them because some days you might just be super pissed at the world because it didn't work out. And how dare you get divorced? Because well, we I come remember, from a time where people didn't get divorced. I remember years later, I could hear a song or, or Hear from a person that would just trigger, yeah, and just get pissed off. You know? Yeah, but it's but it gets less and less over time. Well, and too, like, I, so the other day, like, we were listening to something, and my wedding song came on, and there was not a an emotion to it. And then my son's like, "Mom, isn't that your wedding song?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that yeah. was." And he's just like, and it was before it might have made me sad, or it might have been like. I feel I feel like a lot of people think they failed if they've gotten divorced, mm -hmm. but it's almost like it's not a failure like we see, you know, I failed a test. Yep. You may not have learned how to communicate, but now and since you divorced, you can communicate better or you, you know learn from your yeah, and mistake. Each yeah. each lesson that you learn from your divorce definitely helps you navigate the world whether it's in a relationship whether it's you want to be single whether you you know you didn't have children and now you have children because you are prepared or you're and or your children are young or your children are moving out and now you're an empty nester there's a lot of factors in divorce that will like i don't feel like i was an adult until i got divorced because i was always taking care of other people in childhood so i like became very childlike if that makes any sense. Oh, interesting. So I had a daycare, you know, I worked in schools and stuff like that. So I love, I love kids, right? So in talking to kids, I always brought myself to their level where a lot of adults talk to kids, like talk down to kids. Cause my growing up, I was the adult. Like I paid bills. I worked, I took care of a sibling. I did all that stuff because my mom wasn't always able to take care of her. So I think I reverted back to, I need someone to take care of me because I didn't get that. Something you were missing. So now, like, I went, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a kid. I'm going to be the fun aunt. I'm going to be like the, the fun mom. Yep. I'm going to be the one that doesn't yell at them. I'm going to do this. And then when I had to yell, like, yelling to me is like, I'm reverted back to my childhood of being an adult, but not ever being mm -hmm. able to make decisions. And now since I've been divorced, I'm like, 
I'm an adult. I pay my own bills. I do this. I got my credit score up. I'm like got two jobs. They, you know, so I feel like this is the first time I've actually been placed into the adult world because my ex was very like took care of me, but in a controlled a lot of stuff mm-hmm. because he was always controlled too. So that vicious cycle. So I feel, I feel again, this is a feeling. Well, now you can control yourself. So yeah. And I, and I can give my adult self to another adult because I know where I stand. I have drawbacks all the time, but my person that I'm with, he gets me. And I don't think if I were still in an early divorce, like, I don't know. I definitely feel like I'm in the most mature relationship I've ever been in because I'm an adult. He's an adult. We deal with adult things, but we are very kid-like. Okay. You know, like. Still have fun. Yeah, we have, like, doing nothing. We have fun. Like, we joke all the time. And a lot of my marriage was a facade, like keeping up with the Joneses. Gotcha. And I didn't like the Joneses. So, like, I'm keeping up with someone I didn't really approve of, and I changed myself to adapt to things that weren't what I believed, but I thought was what I was supposed to do. So, other than going to the movies, what else did you do? Go to restaurants? I I made time for things I liked, because we split, right, from day one, we've split, like, childcare. I have a 10-year-old, so we've... Again, great dad does would go above and beyond for his children, never not, right? So the days I didn't have him, I'm living at my best friend's parents' house. They have like this 8,000 square foot house. I basically live in the basement. And, you know, I was lonely. I mean, they're in their 70s. The mom worked, you know, for an airline. So she was gone at nights. The dad would, go, you know, go and sleep early, whatever. So I'm by myself. And a lot of times I just drove around or I tried a new restaurant. Like I'd never really had Thai food before I went to a Thai restaurant. I'm not a spicy girl. So that was different, but you know, <laughs> just going for a hike or, you know, cause I lived in Castle Rock area. And so there's a lot of things to do there. Became friends with a couple of the people who owned restaurants there, went to breweries, tr- you know, tried things that were outside of my comfort. Cause I'm, I love people. And so Girlfriend would meet me out and she had, or she'd go on a date and like, we'd all meet, we'd have like the code, like, okay, I have a date. So y'all going to sit in a booth while I do my date. And if it's not good, you're going to be like, Hey girl, you walk up or something like that. So there was a lot of dating safely, mm-hmm. which ended up just hanging out with my girlfriends or, you know, just I, again, like Target and I were best friends. Shopping. I love the Target. <laughs> Shopping. <laughs> yeah. So I, it, and it was, sometimes it was just driving around. Sometimes just simple. not being alone. Like uh, it was weird not having someone, mom, 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 mom. Hey, what are you doing? Where are you going? Checking in on you all the time. Going, you know, just, just being. I did the, um, the week on, week off. So every Sunday we would trade for a week. Yeah. And, um, uh, it, it devastated me that they were, that they left me and went to her for a week. And I finally got over that. Yeah. And then it got to the point where I couldn't wait for them to leave. <laughs> I felt so bad. Yeah, no, I But you I were so used too. to it. But you were yeah. so used to it. Hi, yeah. sweetie. I think you, that takes a while, too, because yeah. you're like, okay, now what do I do? I only have to cook for myself. I'm not going to eat. And a, a lot of my early divorce was not healthy. I was probably drinking more than I normally ever did. I wasn't eating. I was stressed but didn't know the stress I was under because I was still working and I had to, I'm always that person, 
again, I'm, I love theater. I love drama because you can become something that you may not be and you can act like you're okay. And a lot of mine was realizing I wasn't okay. And it took some really awesome girlfriends of mine to be like, you need to eat. You need to like, you need to like yeah. take care of yourself. Yeah. You need to, you know, just because you're crying doesn't mean you can't eat, you know? Yeah. So, and you get stuck in that. Now what? And you don't know you're going through a healing process until you're almost out of that healing. I mean, I don't think you ever really heal, heal because, you know, you now like my kids are getting older. They're going to start having kids and married and they're, you know, graduating college. And I have a 10 year old. He's still growing. So there's a lot of interactions that are going to be family, but not my original family, if that makes any sense. And melding new families and, Figuring out where you belong, you know, just figuring out what <coughs> your path is, you know, and it could crash on, it can crash in on you tomorrow. Like, you know, anything, anything's possible. But I think once you've healed enough to date, like I'm with my boyfriend now and there doesn't, there doesn't seem a day where it, we can't handle stuff now. Cause like there was always chaos in my marriage. Like we had been through a lot of shit. Like we lost a, I lost a, a baby at like 35 weeks. Um, <coughs> he had two types of cancer after cleaning up 9-11. Both my parents passed away. His dad passed away. I mean, we mm-hmm. had some shit. Stuff you went through. So like we, we grew as a couple through tragic and chaotic shit. And then when there was no chaos, we were like, you had to make some. Now, yeah, I, yep. I actually think, yep. I actually think that's true. Yep. Yeah, it, that definitely. If you're used to chaos and then there's no chaos, then something's wrong. And then you're like, you don't care about me because you're not like all yeah. over me or, you know, you're not like in my face. We're not trying to figure out a, a task. We're not trying to, you know, make things better or seem better or I don't know. We're not connecting because we're not yelling or we're not like, it's not. What's our next move? You know? so, so I'm hearing, sum it up, restaurants, dating, cereal dating, Italian food. Mm-hmm. What else do we talk about? Um, I'm, I'm, I guess you're, a lot of people that I know that are single do not put themselves out there. They're not putting themselves out there. Like on dating apps? Uh, and anything. Okay. I mean, it doesn't always have to be dating apps. There's a lot of, and that's okay. There's a lot of things that I, you know, didn't know how you date. Like there's event, like events you can go to and it's like single Meetups. mingles Meetups. and whatever, whatever. But if you go in a group of friends that are single, <coughs> you're going to be yourself because you're at a comfort level where like if I'm like going into a crowd, I'm like, you know me, I'm not shy, but you might be like, okay, where do I fit in here? Yep. And I think a part of, part of divorce is figuring out where you do fit in. Because now everything has changed. You know, I was going to grow old and my kids were going to, you know, they're going to call us grandma and grandpa, like stuff like that. Now it's it's, a shift. Yeah. So it's like a huge left turn and you just have to figure out which lane you're going to, you're going to be on the far side of the left turn or the inside of the left turn or, you know, are you in New Jersey? We had to make a right turn to make a left turn. (laughs) Jug handles. Yeah. Anyway, if you're from the East Coast, you know what those are. Um, but yeah, you, I, healing for everybody is different too. Cause if you're a, I need to shut down and rise up like the Phoenix or you're like, I'm just going to talk about it. I'm going to yeah. do a podcast. I'm going to, you know, just talk, 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 give you my shit and then see if your shit's similar. And then, hey, okay, maybe I handle things a little different or, you know, 
it's definitely an emotional roller coaster. And what I, I think what people need to hear is no matter what you're going through, that's okay for you. That's yeah. your normal. You don't have to be happy all the time. You don't have to and be so all the time. there's always somebody worse. That's always a worse. And there's always someone either in the middle of it, the the end of it, someone who's been divorced two years, still maybe hung up on, you know, their ex, but the ex left. Or, you know, you might have been the person that left because you couldn't take it anymore. Or because you never felt like you were number one or ever a number yeah. one. I did a divorce recovery seminar down at First Press downtown, mm-hmm. uh, right toward the end of my divorce. Yeah. And then I became a, a, a facilitator and, and people were hurting. Just the fact that they could sit there and talk about it. Yeah. T- talking does wonders. That's one thing I actually yeah. did when I, when I was like, I am done, but I don't know which way to turn. Cause I'm from Jersey and like I'm in Colorado now. I have my friends, but I don't have anybody going through what I'm going More through so. or, and it doesn't have to be, it's the same exact scenario. Just knowing that other people are feeling the way you are. Like I and, did a, I did a and group. And they survived. Yeah. I yeah. did a group therapy thing a couple of times because my work offered like a couple free mm-hmm. therapy sessions and each one. And it was kind of like robotic. And so the group, I didn't have to talk. Today I'm feeling okay, but I don't want to, I don't want to upstage your bad day. So it's like, you know what? Today they're having a bad day and I'm having a good day. So I'm going to listen to their bad day and tell them how I dealt with that bad day. And like when I, when my son passed away, I would go to bereavement things for, you know, I, he was, I was 35 weeks pregnant. So I never met him and never heard a cry, never heard any of that stuff. But just hearing other people, like, you know, their baby was two months old or their baby wow. was a year old and hearing it's not worse or, you know, mine's not, mine's just different, yeah. but the, the grief process is the same for everybody. There's, you know, the steps that you go through and pain is a big one. Like you can have mental pain that causes physical pain. And I didn't know that. I literally was like, my body hurts, but I don't know why. I've, I'm tense all the time and I don't want anybody, don't ask wow. me how I am because now I'm going to cry. And if you ask me how I am and I cry, it's your fault and now I'm mad at you. But that's normal. Yeah. That's okay. Like if my, my girlfriend I worked with at the time when I was going through my divorce, she'd be like, you good? And I'd be like, I'd have my thumb up, middle or down. And she's like, okay. And then she'd bring me like a smoothie, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so it was almost like you have, I feel like if you find someone that you can, they're not, they're not expecting you to be at your best and they're not expecting you to be at your worst, but they're just there. Especially if they've been through it. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, my, my girlfriend had, and you know, she, she definitely has been my light and she's been my, uh, you don't have to talk today, but if you want to, I'm here. And then, you know, I had Peggy too. Like we were going through divorce at the same time, but she was going, yeah, she was going through it a little, a little after she did that. I guess they decided, but, uh, you know, hers is different. She's been married twice. She has children from two separate marriages and her husband's far away. And, you know, like mine was in my face causing shit for everybody else. And I'm like, this is our marriage. This is what happens. You always bring other people into it. Cause it like, I'm a bad guy. You're a bad guy. This is a bad guy. Everything's a bad guy. And hers was, she was dealing it by herself. And I, I'm like, I, I don't, I, I'm by myself, but I'm still, it's in my face all the time where hers is across the country. And so it's not in her face, but it's still, there, it's though. your, I think Sometimes you're like, okay, I just need to get this out. I need to scream. I need to yell. I need to do my thing. And if anything, whatever you're feeling at whatever point of your divorce you're in, it's okay. It's, uh, it's quite the 
process. Because I know a lot mentally. of people who have been like I have a one friend. She's literally been going through her divorce for three years because her ex is so fanatical about her and the kids and her not dating when she has the kids. But yet he moved the mistress into her house. Like what? Lock the doors, change the things. The mistress was wearing her clothes, driving her car, yeah. like because she found out about the mistress and was like, "You're out." And he's like, "Well, no, I'm out. You're out." And then, like, just like wow. it was terrible. So there's a lot of different people out there, and you don't really know who you're marrying until you marry them. And yep. you know, a lot of people. I feel like our generations were like, you, you gotta get, you gotta like be married before you do anything. Well, no, you need to date and learn what you like because, or even live with. Yeah. And yeah, it definitely, cause you don't know what if they leave the towels on the floor every time and you don't or, like that. Or, or the toilet seat up. Oh, I don't give a crap. That. Yeah. I, that there's a lot of things that women worry about that. Oh, you need to let go, girls. It's not too hard to put the toilet seat back down. It's not too tough. And I feel like, once you go through something like this with the divorce, whatever, my tolerance level is just like whatever. You do yeah. you, I, you make me happy. Except that used to bug you. There's doesn't nothing bug you really that you can do yeah. that's going to upset me. And if you do, well, let's talk about it. Like this is why this upsets me. This is why because I don't think I talked in my my marriage. It was always like why? Like it was a a yell. My ex was very yell and then mm-hmm. forgive me. Where like. You've yelled so many times, like, I'm not, uh, uh, what? And then it would turn on, like, I would apologize because I just wanted the fight to be over. Done. And so nothing really ever got resolved. It, when, it, when you're raising kids and trying to get a career, there's a lot of shit that really tries to break you apart. Yep. And so now it's like, you know, the kids are growing up and I'm like, I'm in such a good place. Damn. And it took a lot to get there. It took a lot of, you know, what was my part in it? And whether or not you would, whose fault, what's fault, I don't, it doesn't really. Just move it on. You've decided that you're no longer a couple. <clears throat> Figure it out. I mean, yep. and don't put the kids in the middle. Oh, my gosh. Uh, those people that's that a, that's like, a use the podcast. kids. Yeah. yeah, that definitely is. I mean, even, thankfully. My even ex, after I'd use the kids. Yeah. yeah. I, even, that's one thing I'm so proud of my ex and I for really making it not affect the kids it's going to affect the kids i can't say that but that's a different podcast okay well that'll be a different podcast but definitely don't use your children in it you guys got married not the children and they are already going to suffer enough just because they're something new for them and having to go to new house uh, people don't use the kids and if you are using your kids stop right now you can stop and have a talk with them like together a separate whatever Write them a letter, do something, but stop using them. There's a lot of guilt kids put on themselves because my parents divorced when I was 19. My dad got remarried. I'm like, well, they still can get together. My dad died. I'm like, well, maybe they get together in heaven, you know. So the so shit that push, kids push, push. Yep. the kids put on themselves is enough. So don't don't as much as you can't can you know you know uh, what's the word the not, uh, the amount of stuff that you can Keep control. Control yourselves enough to not put the kids in the middle of it because it really is detrimental. Especially, Sage I work in an elementary school and it really does affect them and everything they do. Even and if you school. can, guys, can I always like the, the uh, TikToks again? It's a video thing, platform, people send video. Okay. Um, it's a bonus clock. parents, like bonus parents, whether you're married or not, but it's a bonus adult that's going to help raise your kid to be an awesome adult. Right? Yeah. So, 
your mom's dating, your dad's not, that bonus adult should watch out for your every need. And if they love your parent, they should be supportive of whatever you need. And as adults, if that person isn't your person, you need to say, hey, you know, this is my kid. He's in a situation he didn't ask for. No one asked for. And so either support him or don't. And like you need to, as an adult, be like, okay, this person's not meant for me because they can't deal with my kid. And the kid was in the situation probably before you met this person. So that's the person cost it. That's a different story. (laughs) All right, everybody out there. We're going to close it up. 40 minutes. We had a lot to talk about. And, and that's a tip of the iceberg. And, and healing. It, it really is a personal process, but we all go through the different stages. And you can do it. And if not, listen when to you, us and we'll yeah. help you try to figure it out. God, that's scary. <laughs> all right, everybody. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Thank you.